Well, well, well. I was on Instagram and I said, you know what? The thought came across my head and I thought, man, you know, I wish there was this, <laughs> there was this secret hotline to the, the, the bedroom and the heart of every 20-something-year-old girl. Um, or maybe single, 30-something, or, you know, 40-something-year-old woman, you know, that could just let them know that you do not have to jump through hoops to receive love. That does not make you worthy. You know, you're worthy by just being alive. Like you're worthy for just being you. Everything that God created you to be, every nook and cranny of your personality, every, you know, moment you flip out, you know, because I I've mentioned a couple seasons ago that I don't believe that we're flawed. I believe that there's just parts of us that we don't know how to properly exercise, you know, or we haven't learned how to communicate in that way to possibly get that out. And I wanted to tap on a few things with just women in general. I see that I was looking at the statistics and it is majority women who listen to my podcast. Um, and the men who are here, if you have daughters, I, I really think you don't need to skip this because this is something that you would want to convey. And even as a man... You know, you could be honest enough to say, you know, they, you know, (laughs) that's the truth. You know, what this woman just said is really the truth. And, you know, when I was young, when I was single, which I was single for a while, I was a single parent for a while, you know, and, um, you know, I would hear married women say oh when he wants you you'll know you're this you're that you don't have to jump through hoops and I thought that that was you know uh, let me be honest I thought it was bullshit I thought it was for conservative types of girls or girls who seemed really quiet you know no one a little bit eccentric like for the artsy fartsy chicks you know the super ambitious women yeah we don't fall in that category you know that's what I thought but it was all a lie you know what I thought was a lie what that person said was true you know and it was it was a couple really and I remember at one point I thought that honestly I said, I feel like I am the stage before the guy gets married. That <laughs> I pre- I prepare them for um, marriage. You know, like I, I prepare them to want to marry someone else. You know, and I thought that was just my plight. And I met other girls like that. So I thought that was just true, you know. But it wasn't. It was just I wasn't what they wanted, and they weren't what I needed. You see?
You see how I didn't leave it at just what they wanted? You know? And it's tough to understand it because I remember there was this, well, there were a couple guys. Because, I mean, it was like every time I broke up with someone, it was like right after that they were engaged or right after that they were whatever. And I was just like, what is the deal? And then one of those times, um, I was with a guy and immediately it was like lock and key, like. You get married, you know, you start, you move to serious dating and then marriage and you're like, man, everything moves so fast. And it reminded me, oh my God, that's how it moved for the people that I left. And trust me, it wasn't because I left that they was like, oh my God, I got to go find somebody to get married. No, trust me, honey. If I left, then I wasn't really wanted. I was just taking up space for them, you know? And um, I realized that even with him being honest enough. Now, I am a chef, right? But something he told me, because I wasn't a chef when we got married. I mean, we talked. I mean, like I said, see, maybe a season or two ago, we met and we met and, and got married within six months. So it wasn't like we talked extensively about me going to culinary art school for so long or whatever. Like, that's how fast it happened. Like, we were engaged by three months. So, because just in case somebody's thinking, how in the hell he didn't know that you went to, you know, that's how fast. But anyway, so um, at one point he said, yeah, but if you didn't cook, I mean, it would be cool. It's not like, you know, it was like, to be honest, my ex-wife couldn't cook. Like, you know, so that... You know, and it wasn't like she was a person that really killed the kitchen when she did try. So I don't, that's not something that whatever, like if you have the other things that I need, I'm good with that. Then we can figure food out. We can always buy food, you know, you know what I'm saying? And I'm a chef and I'm always telling women, I that's nice. You want to learn how to cook, babe. But I mean, you want to teach your kids survival methods, but I mean, I don't want you to define yourself and your man and I need to keep it. And this would have keep him. No, what have kept him is him wanting to be there. Same thing that keep you there, babe. The same thing that keep me married is that I won't be here. And the same thing that keep him here is that he won't be here. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Like, for real. And it's a hard pill to swallow. You know, it's it's hard until you look back and you think... You know, <laughs> wait, so you stop, you change your number, you stop dealing with this person, that person, and now you're only with me? I've been on the other side of that, too. So I no longer thought it was because the girl was better than me. I realized that it was just not what he wanted, you know? So that means that there's someone who really wants you for who you are like no lie whatever your quirks are like don't let instagram fool you you know you ain't gotta have the most perfect waistline you ain't gotta have you know a ton of followers you ain't gotta have broken back if you want those then good whatever tickles your pickle you know have at it but 
don't don't go to defining yourself by those things because you are amazing alone. And I'm telling you, I didn't been I didn't been places, girl. I didn't live life, child. And I'm telling you, I wish other I wish other what I it, look. I may be almost I may be 39, but. I consider myself because of the life I've lived and how fast I started growing up from being a parent at 16. I consider myself as far as like in like how you would call an old head as far as experience with certain things. And I wish other old heads could jump in to tell the sea of women that I see on the Internet that, hey, 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 uh, those tips and tricks. Girl, that's not what keeps him. Him wanting to be kept is what keeps him. When shit get real ugly in our relationship, in my marriage, what keeps Chris, what keeps him is him wanting to be kept. What keeps me is me wanting to be kept. That's it. That's it. It's a commitment thing, you know. And then... You know, it's not just commitment sometimes because sometimes, you know, that will for commitment is tarnished by hurt feelings. Why do you have hurt feelings? Most people think that hurt feelings is the things that hurt your feelings for someone else. No, it's not. You have to look at their love language. Like for me, the silent treatment is like you sleeping with somebody else. No lie. I'm a big words of affirmation person. Obviously, I'm on a podcast helping people. You know, I'm a big words of affirmation person. And like for you to be silent, you said, Toya, that's drastic. I can't believe you said that's like being with somebody else. It it hurts me the same way. Like I've I've had history with people giving me the silent treatment when I was younger. You know, for extensive amount of, amounts of time, people wouldn't talk to me because they, they that was just a response of something from my childhood and then went on to teen years. You know what I'm saying? So there's so much more behind the silence for me. Right. But if my husband would fail to realize how I love and how I need love, then that would be the way he would hurt me most. You see? So, you know, hurt feelings can make that will grow, I hate saying this word, weary. <laughs> it, the hurt feelings can make the will grow weary in a relationship. You know, so it's best to tie those ends. And I know everything can't be healed overnight. Trust me, they got stuff in our marriage that, you know, it's a constant working. But, you know... It's worth it. You see what I'm saying? You know, and um, one thing I will say is that you really have to be, that's the new dog toy that you hear in the background if you can hear that. Bina got me to get that long snake dog toy that now I realize is her dog toy. It's just her toy. Just like, you know, Coco, our dog, never ever gets to play with this toy because she's always jumping on it. But anyway... Um, you know, another portion of it all is being open to it. 
you know, open to the newness of love and open to the things that you never got. Because some things I never got. Just like some things, you know, we've been married eight years and there's still some things that Chris says. You know, it's really hard for me to hear you tell me those things because nobody's ever told me those things. And there are some things that he does that I have to pause and just give out gratitude, you know, towards him because I never received those things. So we're both open to receive in the other areas where we've been, you know, either walked over or ignored, you know, and a lot of times in order to deal with the current place, we make excuses or I'm not really into flowers. I'm not into this nice stuff. I'm not into that. I'm not into this. No, you just never got it. Let's be honest, babe. And it's okay. Cause that's the closer you are to getting it because now you know you want that. So now you're going to attract it and you're not going to be attracted to a guy who doesn't want to do those type of affectionate things, that type of affection. Cause there's many types, you know? So admitting that and then admitting, you know, all little small things. I remember that's like when we first started getting matching pajamas and, you know, I noticed on, the internet every holiday season people would complain about families with matching pajamas saying that oh those the same guys or whoever that's doing this and doing that and they living a fake life and I feel sorry I've heard women rant about that and you know what's funny about that when I was when I was in my 20s I remember that there was this one particular relationship and to be like completely transparent, I found out that years into the relationship that, well, you know what? No, you know what really happened? Honestly, year one happened, somebody said they thought he was dealing with this specific person. And, of course, I could never really prove it because I would have to give up the source who said it and blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, then it became a situation of, you know, someone else. And it was all, like, really gapped out, right? Still no excuse. It was all really gapped out, but it was all viable sources that really gave it. But I just never really knew how to look for those signs being young you know you know you think you know you think that you're supposed to give someone a certain kind of chance when it's like okay you give someone a chance but you you're you have to be honest about what you're seeing and the actions right and I I remember years later a a guy I was working with said, you know, I thought, I always thought that you knew that he was with that girl. And I said, no, I didn't know. And he said, they were so public. They were everywhere. And I said, but see, that's the thing. He always made it seem as if he didn't like girls who went here, went there, wore this, wore that. So I stayed tucked away a lot, you know, out of just honoring what he liked, you know, And that's one thing that I believe that women really have to be careful of doing, you know, doing all of these things for someone that's basically making you jump through hoops in a sense. 
And by the time you really do get married to somebody, it may not even be that person. And you're going to be tired. You know, you're going to be tired. You're not going to want to do those tricks because it seems like you start getting discouraged even doing those things because you feel like it never got me anywhere. You know, like the person still went out and did this. They still weren't a certain kind of nice. You know what I mean? So you have to really be careful about those kind of things. But anyway, when I was with that person, when I did find out that he was really with someone else, I didn't think for one time, like how these girls think, oh, you know, he's living a lie because he's dressing up for holidays. No, I I thought I'm the lie. <laughs> you know, I didn't think he was living a double life and a lie for being with her because no I mean obviously he's committed to her he's sneaking around with me there's a difference I wish I could insert the cricket sound but I'm not gonna do that because that's too dramatic but you know it's the truth they're doing they're committed to that they're not committed to you baby they sneaking and something about that I just I, I couldn't even find it in me to blame it on that person because when I started to really not be blinded by it, I thought, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, all right, okay, he's really. And, and you know, I took it the opposite way. I just thought, oh, well, maybe she's more than me. That wasn't the answer, but... It's for damn sure better than thinking that he living a lot. No, baby. No, you the lie. You know? And it's just, you know, you shouldn't down yourself for those things. But you just have to be honest about your part. And that's one of the things I talked about, too. That, you know, yeah, you know, you may not have cheated like he did or she did or whatever. But... What did you do in the process? Because you had to ignore something if you didn't know that this person was like that. Because people can't wear a mask all the time. It's just like Halloween. No matter how cold your costume is, you always going to lift the mask up to breathe. You think you could breathe with the mask on. But for some reason, kids always pop that mask up. No matter how cool that mask is. Even us wearing masks now with the pandemic and stuff. You know, you put the mask up and then sometimes you lift it up a little bit and then you put it back down. And you're like, but I can still breathe, but I just want the coolness of air sometimes. And we ignore those moments when they lift the mask up and we need to remember them. And realize that, you know, we've been taught not to be better women um, because you know, people, especially if it's a narcissist, oh my God, they'll make you feel like you're bitter or holding a grudge because you remember what they did yesterday, you know, and <laughs> no, your memory can help you and hurt you. But if, if you allow it, it can really help you and remind you, hey, this is a consistent thing that he's or she's doing. They're returning to this action, but you know, um, you got to be careful out here, you know. You don't want to look for, you don't want to become a pick-me, you know. 
And you don't want to down other women for not doing what you do because they don't cook or they don't clean or they don't homeschool their kids a certain way or they don't make food process a certain way. Ah, they wear pants. Ah, you know, <laughs> you you have crystals in your house. Ah, like women are just finding other ways to pick each other apart. And I think I think this 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 episode is like a real sister circle moment, you know, and I'll, I'll try to come on and be transparent about life and relationships I've been through and perspectives I've seen and how I no longer think certain ways. And well, that's the title of the episode, Sister Circle Moment. Part one. And I'll come back periodically with different gems and different things that I've been through, you know, and um, we can all help each other. We really can. We really can. Transparency helps. Transparency heals. You realize you're not the only one. You're not the screwy, you know, short crown in a box. Like, no, no, that's not the case. It's not real. You just have to assess how you think and how you choose, you know, and then you have to stand up for you, not give certain people access to you. You don't owe anyone anything. You know, society has done a horrible job at making women really know that they, you know, that they're valued. Society makes it feel like we owe you. We got to give birth to you. We got to breastfeed you. We have to do, we have to give you everything, like it it took like society took those things that we do to our children you know and extended it across the world like you're not a good woman if you don't do all of these things you know but you can see a man with you know the the lowest of anything and he'll still think he's better than a woman you know what i mean like and that says a lot and it's not about him that says that he's this and no it says that society has made him truly believe that he is better that's what the world proves even if you listen to people when they say think about this even when a man does something wrong they find a way to blame a woman think about that if he cheats what does she do wait what what but when a but if a woman cheats why why is it why is it she's wrong, but it's never, what did he do? It's not, it's weird. If you watch it all, if something happens with a kid, what do they do? They call a mama. They don't call a daddy. The kid's wrong. Oh, girl, man, who raised you? In my mind, I have thought, Lord, where's your mama? I've seen kids act a fool, and I never thought, Lord, where's your daddy? I always think when I see kids, I think, God, where's his mama? Come get your child. You love him. He's rude. We don't know him, ma'am. Get your mean son out the store. Take him home. Jesus. You know, I've I've thought that, but it's I've never thought that. Think about my natural programming to never think of calling a daddy for something, you know. But and I was raised in a two-parent household. My mom and my dad is still married. You know, they still together. That was from In Living Color. I just told my age. But anyway, 
this is the end of the sister circle and i hope you got something from it i hope you can reevaluate some of the choices you've made um reevaluate some of the thoughts you've thought about yourself and hard things you know and i'm not saying don't be nice but you know to a guy i'm not saying that at all i'm just saying you don't have to prove yourself in that way you know <laughs> remember they got some they got they have some guys who have never seen this version of me that i give to my husband that's they never made me feel safe enough people wonder how i can do what i do for my husband cuz he makes me feel a certain kind of safe i'm not saying he's perfect but it's whatever fits for my personality type to make me feel safe you have certain things and that's for you to find out those triggers for you to know okay this makes me feel safe i want to cook for him i want to be cuz people know that you get too submissive somebody can walk over you you know but actually you can be it's just submissive being submissive to anyone you're dating is or with is painful only if they're not the kind of person that you can trust yourself with and be vulnerable with you know and that's what you want to be you want to be able to be vulnerable whatever vulnerability looks like for you whatever delicateness looks like for you whatever tenderness looks like for you you need to be able to be it and be it freely. That's when you're going to love the best. You're going to love you your best. You're going to love your family your best. If you don't want kids, you you love your dog or you could love the wallpaper, whatever it is. She said wallpaper. But I'm just saying, you know. It's good. And I think with each trip around this sister circle I think it'll get better for a lot of us to be able to share to be understood to hear a voice to get an unbiased opinion you know get some life experiences but um I pray that you have peace and understanding I pray that you have a great amount of forgiveness towards yourself pray that you have a great amount of understanding towards yourself and peace in knowing that you don't have to prove your worth. You're worthy just existing. Without giving out anything, you're worthy. Without signing up for anything, you're worthy. Without packing a lunch with a smiley face <laughs> written on the side of the bag, you're worthy. You really are. Love you guys. If this podcast has helped you in any way and you want to donate to this podcast, you can donate through Vimeo, Toya Dash Bodhi, or Cash App Dollar Sign Toya Bodhi. T O Y A B O U D Y. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to share it with a friend. See you next time.